Hello and welcome to Do It Justice, your local bi-weekly podcast on which a guest speaker and I discuss three ideas all in one umbrella theme, or as I like to call it, debate with a mate. Thank you for coming back to the fifth episode, or if you're new, thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is focused on religion, featuring guest speaker Megan McLean. Before I move on, I want to give three disclaimers. The first is that no one is being harmed during the making of this podcast, thanks to the website Clean Feed, which enables my guest speaker and I to have a discussion without needing to leave our homes. I also want to give a disclaimer that this podcast will examine and question religion, specifically that of the Catholic faith. So if this is a trigger topic for you, this episode might not be a cup of tea. Thirdly, when I talk about the church, I'm referring to all the members, particularly those in more prestigious roles within the Catholic faith. So with that all cleared up and without further ado, let's welcome on Megan. Hello, Megan. How are you? Hi. Not bad, thank you. Not bad. How are you? I'm good. Have you been holding up? Not bad. It's been a bit, been a bit weird. But yeah. What can you do? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Staying, staying sane, as I like to say. Safe. Um, potentially yeah. not sane, but you know. Yeah, just about a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, do you want to give just kind of like a little bit of an introduction about you and um, your um, experience with religion and your kind of background, just so that we can establish that for the listeners? Yeah, of course. Okay, so um, so I'm 18. I was sort of brought up in in the Catholic Church. Um, I've been in in Catholic re- uh, education from like primary school all the way up to like the whole of secondary school. Sort of fairly religious family go to church quite a lot that kind of thing so fairly religious background but mostly just in like christian catholic faith and not really anything else so yeah um, that's me so yeah meg and i um didn't go to the same primary school but we kind of share a link church don't we, yeah, we through like family members and then it's my local one um so yeah, yeah i was brought up in a primary um uh, a catholic primary school and also we went to the same secondary school in sixth mm-hmm. form which was catholic um and um i have um kind of lost like lost touch with my faith slash questioned it a lot more because my family isn't necessarily that religious um and like we're not big church we're not uh, practicing catholics or christians as they like to say um but i have been um i have done my holy communion and been confirmed and all of that but i, I would say i'm more of a atheist than i am religious actually at now at this point in my life but yeah. As um, Miss Stevenson said, you know, she said she fell out of love with religion and then she found it again. <laughs> exactly. So who knows, who knows what the future holds. So the first topic we're going to talk about is can you be good without God? So what, what are your initial thoughts? Okay, so um, I mean, I was like trying to like think through everything I've ever learned about it. To be honest. Yeah. It's a big, like, obviously a big philosophical question anyway. Yeah. Um, I think like down to it basically yeah you can because I feel like I mean to me at least um goodness and that kind of thing is a very like human sort of concept yes and the absolutely. way that people sort of like develop the idea of goodness and that kind of thing it's all based around like our own personal like human interactions with what we see as good rather than necessarily coming from like a sort of like divine intervention or whatever I think that like you know you've got a lot of moles within like different religions that focus on you know being like a good person and that kind of thing so that obviously definitely directs people's habits and stuff but I don't think necessarily that good is like a sort of something that's been passed down from from God and to us if that makes sense. No absolutely I completely agree I think morality is something that is naturally instilled within us and good values are you know we get Mm -hmm. good a a good instinct of whether what we're about to do is good or not I do completely agree with you in the sense that religion and like catholic schools in a catholic community and um, you know speaking from my personal experience has provided a good backbone to a certain yeah, extent definitely. i think that like a catholic community can you know 
quote unquote like ensure that you surround mm. yourself with like-minded people with similar morals however yeah. people would also argue that you know it kind of patronizes and undermines those who are good but aren't religious how what, what do you think about that yeah i think that's interesting so i think that like obviously i mean to me a lot of a lot of stuff within religion is all very like built into sort of like institutionalized stuff and like society itself so um for example i don't know you might compare like religion to how someone's learned like to be based on like school so you've got like school as a like an educational tool and you've got religion as an educational tool and you've got mm. like your family as an educational tool so then I guess you could say that then like people's sort of na- uh, like nature and habits comes from all those different things so yeah can't just be you know religion because then obviously if you're not religious then that's not feeder into sort of like how you act or like how you treat people exactly so yeah I don't know I think it's kind of like an interesting one because goodness is quite like societal rather than necessarily being like something that has to come from something different exactly and I would hope that um to those listening who aren't religious and who are religious if Mm. someone were to go and do a mass shooting regardless of whether you are religious you'd know that that was wrong yeah yeah yeah. and also go on sorry sorry, (laughs) okay you go I know I was just gonna say that like you know the, the way we sort of like act it's all this nature nurture thing anyway isn't it like, yeah that is a question regardless of whether or not you have been religious and you know how you sort of see things is all built around like how you're raised or or mm. you know what sort of instilled in you from a young age so I guess that that kind of has an impact on it too yeah definitely I think some things some like people would say that also you know, well, I rely on religion to make sure that my children are staying on the same path. But what concerns me is that if we, like, as someone who potentially wants children and wants to be a parent, if we solely relied on, like, religion to instill key values and, and like, educate our children, especially, like, nowadays, important modern modern aspects of life just wouldn't be covered. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I think that people who fall back on religion as, like, a sort of, I don't know, something to almost teach people for like teach for example if you're using kids or whatever if they sort of use religion just to teach their kids and that's like the only thing that they use I think that that's a bit of a cop-out really that's what I mean yeah you can't just fall back on that because as we're going to discuss at some point I'm sure like you know religion does have like a lot of flaws and and doesn't necessarily sort of like mold itself to a lot of modern sort of like ideals and stuff so I think that it should definitely be a contributing factor if you want it to be and it's yeah has like driven your life but I don't think it it should be if you know if it hasn't and and you don't really feel that like positively towards it yeah absolutely um Lawley sent us a good question which was shout out to shout out to Lawley (laughs) (laughs) she said um are we glad that we grew up within a faith and will we do the same for our children to kind of instill these quote-unquote good morals that we've learned from religion Ooh, interesting okay should I go with what I think about that yeah yeah well, I mean, me and Lolly talk a lot about it anyway. It's like a whole idea of like, we're, we're both quite pleased that we, we were brought up within like a religion and mm. within like faith-based schools because we think that it's given us like a better understanding of society anyway. I think if we okay. weren't necessarily like, I for me personally, even if I wasn't religious or brought up religiously, I think going to like a Catholic school has helped me to sort of see just a bit more about like how people act and how people practice sort of faith because faith's such a big part of society. So yeah. I think that that sort of, in a way is something that you know really contributes to a better understanding of the world so in terms of that you know I'm quite grateful for the fact that it's religion's been something that sort of like followed me through the whole of my 
sort of childhood and like growing up if that makes sense yeah no I, I think that's a very good point because um I do think that without going to a Catholic um, school, I would obviously be a lot more ignorant to that yeah. that religion because literally I wouldn't have been immersed in it from a young yeah. age. Um, but I think often, I was talking to Lily about this, that yeah. her, her motivation, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but her motivation for sending her children to Catholic schools is that they often have a higher rep of like a good yeah. quality of education. Okay, yeah, and I true. question that because also I, I remember having a discussion with my cousin mm. who said that like she's not particularly religious, but she'd like to have a wedding within like a proper church because of yeah. the beautiful architecture and I was I was thinking this is all all good and great but then it's like I feel like a hypocrite because I'm not yeah. I, you know I don't pray to God and yeah. I don't necessarily follow all of the rules within the bible mm-hmm. and all of this and then I was thinking am I being worse that I'm kind of faking this relationship or link within this religion for my children so that they can have a better yeah. life so I, I don't know I don't know I still have to question about it I think it comes with the fact that say I find a partner who wants to bring their children up within religion I don't think yeah. I would be opposed to it yeah. but if they didn't I don't think I would enforce it on my children I think that's where I stand I'm not I'm just yeah. kind of passive because like you say it does provide a good backbone a good um insight but yeah. for me it's not necessary I don't think no I, yeah I think I think that's definitely understandable I think that it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because, you know, you might look to religion and that kind of thing as like an ethos thing, you know, like if we're talking about schools and how how they might like have a better rep if they're like, you know, Catholic schools or whatever. Or yeah. Schools. I think that it's it's interesting because th- that obviously sort of builds itself into like the backbone of the school just because that's sort of how they have to carry the, like their beliefs across. Yeah, the kind definitely. Of thing. So then it definitely does like mould it a little bit. But I get what you mean. I don't know. I feel like because almost like Catholicism has been a big part of like our culture if you want to say like you know for both of us yeah it's sort of it has been like a really huge part of our lives like even though we haven't necessarily been practicing like the whole time yeah so I think that in terms of like you know sending your kids to like a a Catholic school or whatever is more you could argue that perhaps it's more like culturally religious than it is necessarily Mm. based on like actual faith and like practice because I like that yeah it's what your family's done it's and it's how like a lot of people's families have sort of like seen their kids through or like communion even you could say that a lot of that can be sort of passed off a little bit just because it's what you're sort of expected to do yeah it's kind of entrenched within our just our tradition and our yeah because I don't know whether my mum like my mum and my dad are um you know they are religious my dad was brought up in like kind of a nunnery from a bit of a young age and so yeah yeah and and he so he seemed like a very extreme and obviously that was in like what the 70s or something so that was quite like an extreme version of it yeah but I don't know whether they ever questioned even sending their children to Catholic school. Um, yeah, because it's just what because done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just a done thing, isn't it? But I yeah. think it comes with... It's a different case every time, doesn't it? Isn't it? Because, like I say, it depends where my future takes me and what place I'm in and who I'm with. Um, so should we, kind of on the topic of schools, um, should yeah. we move on to whether we should ban teaching religion in schools? Let's do it. That's, yeah, nice, nice big question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... You um, very uh, importantly clarified to me that there's obviously two different types of religious teaching. So there's that yeah. of, um, you know, sending your school, to, uh, sending your uh, child to a, a Catholic school where it is, you know, yeah. um, within the syllabus you have to study it, and then sending your child to like a secular school where it's just part of the syllabus, that, but they don't necessarily need to do it. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, because so obviously you've got sort of like faith-based schools and then you've mm. got, I think actually I've looked this up before, that um, religious education is actually compulsory in all state schools. Like is it? In England at the minute. Yeah, you have to have religious education. So even, so I think it's from like 5 to 18, I think it said. Okay. Yeah, required by legislation or by funding agreements to teach RE to all registered pupils aged 5 to 18. So I think it's quite interesting that you've got either like the the like sort of teaching of it directed from an actual educational point of view versus the sort of intrinsic like yeah. faith-based thing that you've got in the whole of the rest of the school they're quite different things aren't they I, I definitely think so because say for example um in primary school I didn't necessarily feel um like my whole uh, all of my lessons and my um teachers were revolved around that but at yeah. um secondary school I definitely felt that say for example our our and you don't even realize kind of how bizarre it is but our <laughs> assemblies were literally called acts of worship yeah, weren't they and yeah. like I never questioned it until people came to sick from when they were like wait what are they called yeah, what's going on? <laughs> yeah exactly so I do think it's interesting the kind of different um the different effects it can have whether you go to a faith school or not yeah. But um, more specifically, I think that um, I think it's imp- very interesting that you mentioned that all state schools have to teach religion. Do you know the specificities, the, the specific specifications of whether that's like um, they have to teach one religion or, or like two? Like what's on the what's on the spec? Because I think it would be interesting to know whether, say, for example, because we were taught about Judaism and um, yeah. obviously the Catholic faith, weren't we? Mm-hmm. But that's quite a very narrow view of religions. Yeah, completely. I mean, you're pushing it here, so I need to have a look. Hang on. So I think the the way that it's sort of based is it says that you have to teach RE in order to um, promote young people's spiritual, moral, moral and cultural development. Right. This is actually from the like Parliament thing. So it's part of the, to meet their legal duty. So I'm not sure, honestly, about the actual spec. I think we probably have to like check that. But um, I think that, yeah, no, I think that there's obviously a sort of, a certain push for it in order to to educate people surrounding religion as a whole just because of how big it is in, in society but yeah like you said we didn't really learn that no. scale of religion in terms of our education of it yeah I mean Jess sent me um, a good question which was yeah, um is the Catholic school education system ignorant to other religions and I mm. think that's a good I think it's a good point that she's made because Honestly, if I wanted to learn um, about other religions, I would have to go out of my way. And I kind of yeah, feel like that's a, a mild failure of my education system yeah. that, that they haven't introduced me to these. What do you yeah. think? I think, yeah, I think it definitely it's an interesting one because because obviously you're in like a Catholic school and like a Catholic atmosphere or whatever. The, the whole direction is going to be Catholic. But there, become, there definitely becomes an issue when you then ignore everybody else or every other yeah. faith sort of like surrounding that but I do think it sort of depends a little bit on the school that you're in and the sort of like the teaching that's done so I don't know for me like my primary school was really really good at sort of teaching you know world faiths and that kind of thing okay. and, you know we and I know they still are now because it's like a big part of the sort of the syllabus for them and their kids and they kind of want to learn about like faith as a whole rather than it just being about like one religion yeah um but yeah I think I think that really there should be some level of duty to sort of teach religion as like a as a worldwide sort of viewpoint rather than it just being obviously you have to like acknowledge the fact that it's catholic because it's a catholic school mm. and just kind of ignore that yeah what can you expect exactly yeah yeah but at the same time I think it, it 
it helps you to understand religion better as a whole when you then look at it from lots of different sort of segments of that of that whole umbrella term of religion. You Absolutely. Know? I mean, I would argue that um, if you were introduced to different faiths and then you came back to your uh, own one, I think that would almost yeah. strengthen your relationship with it, wouldn't oh, it? Because yeah, yeah, you're definitely. you're able to see different perspectives. And obviously, mm-hmm. like say for example, the Old Testament is very closely linked to the Jew the um, the Jewish yeah. faith. Exactly. So then it's like. Yeah, so then you have these different links and you can understand, okay, well, I feel I see where they're coming from, but this is where our mm-hmm. faith differentiates. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think that you make a good point in this instance that you send your child to a Catholic school, you can't really expect anything less than, than religion <laughs> yeah. to be taught. But I do think there's a good argument um, that is kind of along the lines of the fact that when you when you teach religion and um, kind of enforce it or then talk, on children from such a young age you don't really give children enough time to make up their own decisions establish their own morals yeah, make yeah. up their own mind what do you think about that no i do i do see what you mean i think we've, we've watched this like ricky gervais thing in um in our oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a really strong atheist and he was talking about how he thinks that it's almost like criminal to teach kids um religion because of the fact that it, it limits their sort of like autonomy in terms of like deciding for themselves about it mm. but i think I think it is it's a really tricky thing to teach RE to kids and I think that it's something that you have to like handle really really carefully because obviously it has such a huge impact then on the rest of their lives and I think that if you teach it the right way then it's it doesn't have to become like a danger because if you teach it with this sort of like open mind and this uh, this understanding sort of drilled into them that they have to make their own decisions about yeah. it, you're fine but but I think it's risky to sort of fall back into a bit of an orthodox thing of sort of making it really absolute and telling people this is how it is and this is how you have to act on it and this is, you know, how you have to treat it. So I think that there are definitely some issues within the sort of like, especially the Catholic school system where it's not necessarily quite as liberal as it could be. Yeah. Um, or as nurturing. It's more sort of just like this is how it is and this is how you have to act on it. But I think that with careful sort of like consideration and changes, we can make it so that it's it's sort of, completely like helpful to their growth and to their development absolutely I, I, I completely agree because I, I find it ironic and almost like um, an example of why Catholic schools are currently failing to um, yeah. get more people into the faith because in my friendship group which is like made up of 10-ish girls the majority of us would not say that we are um, a active like Catholic or Christian yeah. which I think is like a major failure because like you say if our school were uh, would have been like more lenient or would have um, kind of, I honestly like don't even think I would feel so strongly against um, Catholic faith if the school hadn't spoken about issues, which we will go later on to discuss about like modern issues and how we should deal with yeah. them as, as a, you know, so-called practicing Christian, because you can't just neglect like a, like a major sector of teenage life and like adult life I just think that that's like a bit ignorant which is where a lot of my dislike for it comes from because Mm I you know like we've said I think it's it provides a nice community I I like it um I like it in theory quite a lot of the time but Mm -hmm. I just think that it's it pushes a lot of people away and, and I think if they expect you know um the catholic faith or any religion to be revived like they need to go about reconstructing it because it's not i just don't think it's got a good plan right now i don't think it's working yeah. and and yeah it is a shame it is a shame but yeah they kind of alienate no, people don't they yeah completely and i think i think it's it's a really difficult thing because you know on the one i mean we are going to go into this more aren't we, in a minute but hmm. on the one hand you have sort of got like the whole 
like traditionality of religion and the way that people sort of feel tied to that because of the fact that that's how it's been for so long versus the sort of the need for it to change and adapt to modern society so that it's not becoming a harmful thing and I think that that really comes into play a lot like you said when it comes to like school and in secondary school especially like I was thinking about this earlier on and I was like I don't think I actually know one person who came to our sixth form from a different school because of the fact that it was a religious sixth form yeah no absolutely yeah I met one person who that was actually really that big of a factor do you know what I mean yeah yeah like you said I feel like to a degree you know you might consider it a little bit of a failing because of the fact that then they haven't really managed to draw anybody based on this thing that they sort of are completely built on if that Mm. makes sense yeah but then at the same time I think you have got the kind of problem of the way that people will often rebel against stuff like religion because of the fact that it's something that their parents have sort of not necessarily pushed them into but perhaps sort of like nudged them towards especially when yeah it to we didn't I don't know about you but I didn't personally choose the school that I went to no nor did I like that wasn't really obviously I, I chose to stay on at Beckett for, for sixth form but that wasn't that because was it was like, religious yeah yeah that was more of like just an active decision on my part because I like the school but so I think that sometimes it can be quite difficult because you might kind of rebel against it just as a natural teenage no yeah like that is a very good point to make yeah because of the fact that it's not you know it's not what you chose for yourself and then to then be surrounded by something you haven't chosen for yourself necessarily constantly then you kind of you know you it's quite a natural thing to just sort of push against that and not necessarily really like have much appreciation for it yeah especially when which we will discuss literally now but when you don't Mm -hmm. see yourself represented within it like say for example when you're part of the lgbt community and you don't see anything spoken about like Mm -hmm. in religion you're not going to rely on it as um like somewhere to go for like base morals are you so shall we shall we move on to whether religion should be like modernized or um adapted to suit um society's values right now yeah of course i mean uh, to be honest with you the quickest answer to this question is yes yeah yeah i'm sure it's probably the same for you i think that the 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 problem at the minute with like religion and especially with like the, the developing society that it's sort of conflicting against is the fact that they aren't particularly harmonious against each other because there's not enough acceptance of of modern life within a lot of religious like sectors so Mm. like realistically that is going to become more and more of a problem just like the the more modernized society gets if that makes sense yeah i mean some may argue that um well religion is like religion is a tradition for a reason we don't want to change we don't want to adapt that's the point of it we're staying to these values that were you know god-given and that we we shouldn't change them I wouldn't mind that but then there are a lot of people in you know high up um positions who pick and choose and it's like okay make your mind up because are we allowed to eat fish or or you know are we like you need to be able to differentiate and I don't mind if I I like when people stick to like rules and and they're very um good with being harsh with themselves cool I I respect that that takes a lot of um self-discipline I'm personally not up to that because Mm -hmm. I I live in a society that isn't necessarily adapted to that but don't like choose which ones you're going to apply to your modern life that's just like hypocritical and once again it's going to push people away isn't it yeah completely no I agree I think that you, you can see that problem so many times through the way that people will like quote the bible when it like is good for them and yeah. it supports their sort of like ridiculous like ideologies but then they then neglect to like look at the stuff that that perhaps is more difficult for them to have to deal with you know like it, it's just ridiculous you can't use something that 
like is just a sort of a weapon against people if you're then not going to use it as something to like discipline yourself do you know mm. what I mean like it's so hypocritical and I think that it's a it is a real problem because... co- go on I completely agree I think that mm-hmm. I think that basically you need to be able to adapt and it's like when you it's like when you talk to a child you don't speak to them with like your most articulate words your most fancy sentence structures you like get it back down to their base level so that they can understand so that they can apply it to their real life they can you know talk back and I think that's basically what you need to do because it is ignorant it's dangerous Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to the catholic education system when they neglect like major aspects of our society like for example um Jess sent a question about whether religion yeah. um, and like Catholic faith promotes outdated ideals, for example, like virginity, marriage, babies, LGBT, that I mean, they're, yeah. they're all different entities, aren't they? But I do yeah. think that there's something to say about them completely neglecting that from just like their teachings because it is part of modern day life. I mean, if the Pope can tweet, then he needs to be able to talk about babies outside of marriage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. No, I completely agree. I think that that is the biggest flaw realistically. And personally, from like my viewpoint, the, the Catholic Church is that you've, you've got so many like just ridiculous things that actually have no basis, especially, right, okay, this is part of my problem. Mm. I'm a bit passionate now. But like, <laughs> I, part of my problem is the way that people use, you know, like ridiculous sort of, like bible things and take them completely out of context and then use that as an argument against like i don't know say lgbt people and that kind of yeah there is no explicit thing that ever says that that is like wrong you know like there's it's just it doesn't exist and so people then use it they manipulate stuff in order to just support them and then like reject the people that they can't necessarily cope with like having in in the society around them because they're just like outdated so the problem is, I think, when you when you get to a point where a lot of, like, Catholic theology especially becomes extremely man-made, like, a lot of stuff in the Catholic yeah. and that kind of thing, which is, like, the kind of, like, rule book or whatever, if you want, for the, the Christian Catholic Church, you've got a lot of things that are just sort of manipulative mm. because of the fact that they've taken stuff and then used it to then sort of socially, you know, control people. Absolutely. That's, that's where you get the problem. I mean, I wouldn't mind if, um, you know, the church were to use um, lines from the Bible and manipulate them to make them um, include more people. Yeah. But the fact <laughs> yeah. of the matter is that they're doing the complete opposite. They're the isolating, opposite. alienating people, and they're yeah. pushing... It's just... I, I often think that um, faith, when, when we hear these horrific stories about, like, how, um, you know like a gay son has been turned out of a catholic family at like the age of 14 these like basic stories that we hear in the news yeah i just think that why do you not take these lessons and like love thou neighbor as as you love whatever i don't know the same but like why do you not do that and apply it in like a good way and stretch your your um, morals in a good way rather than a bad way i I don't know it raises the question of whether the motivations of the catholic faith specifically are in the right place yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think that the problem is as well that you sort of have like this. I, I mean, I one of the things that I love about like the the Catholic faith and that kind of thing thing is the whole like notion of like goodness and like loving and and that mm. you know that is technically the basis that it's built upon. And I think that you can really see that in like I mean you know like my church community and that kind of thing. A lot of my yeah. church community has, has been so much so like based around that. But then you get the sort of all the really dark parts of it where it's actually. It, it kind of makes you have to reassess whether or not you you want to belong to it because of the fact that you've got these kind of like really big blaring things like you know mm. homophobia or sort of 
misogyny or that kind of thing and then yeah and then yeah like you said if you if they kind of decide to just mold things to exclude people rather than include people then you just take away from the original message in the first place of this whole like loving thing because then you lose that by adapting it to like suit yourself yeah no i i I think we've definitely cleared that up that Mm. basically (laughs) it needs to be adapted because if you want people to um not even like if you want people to kind of rejoin but if you want, don't want a lot of young people to be mm-hmm. against it you need to be able to adapt and yeah. just a quick kind of fire question which came from um joe dean who was on our episode <laughs> yeah. yeah was one of the he basically said um should using religion to excuse acts of ter- terrorism result in harsher sentences um now i thought it was a very interesting question it's kind of it's yeah. not extremely related to what we're talking about right now but what do you think of that gosh okay so I think that so if you ask me that it should it should give you harsh sentences if you use that as an excuse. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, let's we can just talk about the fact that when people use religion to excuse um, like terrorist acts, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that at the end of the day, you know, religion is should never be used as an excuse because of the fact that you know there's there's just no like real foundation. You know, for stuff like terrorist acts and that kind of thing. Yeah. There's no foundation for the acts themselves and the religions that they that people often tie themselves to. I think that they use that as like a bit of a smokescreen. Yeah, it's something that then makes them feel like perhaps that they've made the right decision in the name of something that they know they support. Mm-hmm. Um, harsher sentence. I think that's a really interesting one. I don't know whether or not that would be more detrimental because of the fact that a lot of the time, I don't know, they might perhaps be fanatic enough to think that they actually are doing something to support the religion. You know what I mean? Like, the psychology behind a lot of people who will commit terrorist acts or that kind of thing with under the sort of, like, uh, smokescreen of religion is often because they actually believe that that is what they are, like, that it's a right thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. It's like, say, for example, you get someone who murders someone and then in their mm. psychological examination, it turns out that they've got schizophrenia or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's like, that's religion. a, yeah, that's a mitigating uh, yeah. factor in that. So maybe Joe meant more of, like, whether, um, like, in the name of God or whatever, these mm. acts, whether that should ameliorate the sentence or not, or whether we should dis- discount it because, you know it can it's clearly not not um, come from a place of love rather yeah. than like a place of like oh I want to defend my religion what what do yeah. you think about that it's just so heavy yeah I know it's more law like, as well yeah. sorry no it's okay don't worry I'll, um, I'll try and find some <laughs> knowledge that I have um I think that at the end of the day you sort of the two don't go hand in I mean in my head at least the two don't go hand in hand you know like the the acts of terrorism that happen you can't align them with any kind of like religious belief because yeah. at the end it's just not the basis of those beliefs. So I think that the I don't know it's tricky, isn't it? Because I think that there's a you you might have to look into the bigger issue of why people perhaps associate that kind of thing with the beliefs that they hold. Mm. And look, then, because obviously it's different for every religion, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's so true. Then you you do have then it's sort of more of like a institutional like social thing than it is a religious issue because I think that once you sort of like 
once it, it impacts society as strongly as stuff like active terrorism does mm. you don't really it's not just looking into religion as a, as a like hierarchy it's looking into the whole society and then how religion plays into that as a whole you know yeah i mean acts of terrorism are basically um ways in which these like individual people want to enforce their religion on people it's like an ex- obviously yeah. it's an extreme version isn't it and yeah. like fundamentally when it comes down to it religion should be something you can opt in and out of and you choose to be part Completely. of not Completely. to be enforced of and I don't I, I like I say I have quite a narrow view of religions and I really don't know the intricacies yeah. of every single religion but I don't think that's a key value with any religion to enforce it on others it's no. just to you know love it yourself and um, immerse yourself in it rather than yeah. force it on those who really don't want to yeah completely yeah, yeah I think at the end of the day that it's sort of I mean it's just such a it's such an awful sort of like twisting of something that actually can have like you know religion can have quite a positive impact on a lot yeah. of individuals and to then take that and then you know just make it sort of self-serving and something that has such an awful consequence I think then takes away from religion at all really I can completely yeah. get people feel like alienated and turned away by it because of the fact that it's just not something you want to associate yourself with if someone then who commits those kind of terrorist acts associates themselves with it do you know what I mean yeah exactly and then it creates like massive stigma within like society and it gets a bad rep for like those religions even though it's like minor characters within the mass population of it yeah Yeah, I completely completely agree I think fundamentally um religion is a good thing when it's placed in obviously this is the same goes for everything but when it's placed in the right hands and right now I think that there's a lot of corruption within it I mean not to mention like the accusations that have been held against the church and stuff which are like horrific so So, yeah I I see I think that you know if we take religion on face value it's not that bad it just becomes bad when when people use it as a way to control people or people people use it as a way to enforce a hierarchy within society it's interesting because there's uh, like a whole ethical theory I think it's from Karl Marx about like um like the sociological use of religion and like he obviously believes that it's like a capitalist sort of like way of um like keeping the the poor down and that kind of thing and allowing the rich to sort of have their own authority and that kind of thing so i think it's interesting once you look at it into like religion as a sociological thing rather than as something that is completely belief-based because then you, you do get a whole other set of sort of viewpoints and like opinions about it because then it becomes something that actually is very much revolves around the people rather than any kind of like higher deity or anything you know then it becomes becomes completely like man-made yeah I think it's it depends a lot on how you see religion and what your experience of religion is because if you perhaps you know have seen it as something that's been really controlling and um like you know oppressing then you're not going to have a positive view and you're not necessarily going to believe in the god that that oppressive sort of like structure forces on you, you mm. yeah no absolutely well i think we've come to a, a nice little stop thank you so much for coming on it's been brilliant i love discussing religion with you because yeah. even though you are you know like you said you, you do come from a place which has been involved in the religion you provide a yeah. really good point of view that's not biased at all which i think is brilliant <laughs> no 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 definitely <laughs> and like your um insight within the church because you you know you do um you have a bit more involvement than I do Mm -hmm. and I think you've also experienced it in a nice way like from what I've heard you have a really healthy community yeah yeah completely I think that I think it's it's a it's a positive and negative sometimes to sort of like grow up in that because I absolutely you know love my church community and yeah I don't know things like the briars and that kind of thing have such a positive impact on my view of like Mm. people who are religious and that kind of thing but then it can also be difficult because then 
I mean, for me personally, when I got to like philosophy and ethics, A-level and that kind of thing, then it was like having to learn stuff about something that actually I really kind of like love being a part of, but yeah. really quite negative and quite difficult to have to come to kind of like to understand and like be like, oh, actually, okay, so not everybody's experience of it is the same as mine. You know, yeah. that can be that can be really hard because then it's like, a, it's because for me, you know, my experience of the religion that I've been in has all been you know positive enough that it mm-hmm. makes me quite like comfortable to be within it but then if you see it from the opposite it, it, you kind of have to start doubting yourself a little bit which is difficult no exactly exactly but yeah um I think this has been a good discussion we've mm-hmm. discussed you need to come back on because we've got a few more philosophical things to discuss don't we yeah we definitely need to go into them 100% yes for sure but um like I say thank you so much for giving me a bit of your time and coming on the podcast it's been great you've thank um you. taught me stuff as well I need to do my research about the syllabus and what's taught on <laughs> Yeah, too bad we both do. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, stay safe um, and thank, thank you so you. much for coming on. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Speak so to you later. Bye. Bye. So that was Megan. You can catch her on Instagram at Megan J. McLone. <laughs> I'll spell out her surname. Why do I always have people whose like, usernames are a bit hard to know? Okay. M-C-E-L-H-O-N-E and then it's just Megan like M-E-G-A-N I really need to practice my phonetics it's actually awful anyway um yeah I love to have Megan on here I'd love for you guys to send any topics you'd want discussed with her they don't necessarily have to be about religion or philosophy Megan's um very talented speaker so um just drop me an email at doitjustice at hotmail.com or alternatively you can send me a message on instagram which is doitjustice podcast or on twitter which is doitjusticepod with the o being a zero thank you so much for listening to the end if you enjoyed please give it a share on socials i really really appreciate it when you do that because i have a quite small platform from where i'm coming from for my instagram and snapchat account so i do like the uh, promos Um, And yeah, stay safe and uh, thank you for anyone who contributed with their questions.